spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. You're listening to The Real Sports Guys. This is Devon Wilson uh, here. We've got a special interview. Uh, and as many of you know, uh, this is our fifth year anniversary. And uh, one of the interviews I really want to do in this fifth year was with uh, uh, the person who actually was one of the first guests to come on our show early on, and, uh, Brett Bielema, coach of the uh, uh, Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, when he was at Wisconsin, and I've got to set this up because it explains the kind of person that he, that he is. I was in a meeting. Um, as most many of you know, I worked at Wisconsin, and he heard me over. He heard me talking about my radio show, and, and said, "Hey, I'll, I'll come on." And uh, we held our meeting, and then at the end, he's like, "Call my sister, I'll come on." And I was kind of shocked, and was like, oh, "He's not going to really come on." And he came on, and uh, it was just a great experience, and spoke to me with uh, what kind of person he is. And, and so, in our fifth year, we want to really bring him back, given that he's, he's about to go into his fourth year at at Arkansas, and, and really want to check in with him and consider him. Uh, you know, even when I talked to the other guys on the show, uh, we always talk about the experience of when uh, he was on the show. And so uh, I want to er- welcome to the, to the Real Sports Guys, uh, uh, Coach Brett Bielema, the head coach of the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing good, Devon. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah. Um, it's been uh, – you, you, you're entering your fourth year um, here. And so I want to start out with, you know, you just reflecting a little bit on uh, those first three years and, and what you've learned. Um, since making the transition there, and uh, what are some of the things that you're trying to do? Do you feel like you have the program where you want it in, in your image and, and how you envision it? But, you know, how have these first three years been for you there? You know, um, they've been <laughs> first couple a little long, um, but uh, that first year we went 3-9 and nine and uh, had a lot of adversity that we had to triumph through, and our kids have uh, handled that moment. Next year we uh, were able to get to seven wins, get to a bowl game and win that and play Texas. And, and beat Texas in Texas and Houston Stadium was a really, really big turning point in our program. I think it gave our kids the uh, uh, feeling that, hey, we can win. We can win anywhere. We can beat people. Um, we won uh, two games down the stretch here, uh, actually the first time in NCAA history where an unranked team had two back-to-back shutouts against two ranked teams. Um, we uh, beat LSU and Ole Miss back-to-back. Then going into our third year, a lot of high expectations. Unfortunately, had a little bit of a a bump in the road early on, uh, but battled back, won six of our last seven, uh, finished with a another bowl victory against Kansas State, uh, a national program that um, I think, again, kind of gave our guys a little feather in their cap, had a very good recruiting class, and now we'll head into our fourth season, and, and I think probably as deep a roster as I've ever had, and, and uh, very excited about the opportunity. What, what, I, what I've uh, really appreciated uh, uh, about knowing you is, um, you know, you've been fortunate enough to be uh, to lead kind of two top level programs, but I've always been kind of a, a, a fascinated by your approach to recruiting because uh, you know that's the lifeline. And I love your quote. And I, when I when I saw it, I said I laughed because you know because I you know I've, I've worked with you in that in that perspective and kind of have a sense of how you think. But you know you said you know you're never going to see me sitting here with a, a five star athlete waiting for a hat to turn over, um, and, and because it has a lot to do with how you recruit. Can you talk a little bit about 
your recruiting philosophy and, and how you like to build your program? Well, it, it is. Uh, I think we had to find a kid that fits Arkansas. One of the main attractions when I came here to Arkansas, I thought there was a lot of similarities uh, between between here and Wisconsin. Um, you know, as far as college football, Wisconsin was the only D1 program in the state and, and kind of was the was a cat's meow of the, of the entire state. Of course, you had the Packers and, and you know, the Bucks and the Brewers yeah. and all that jazz. But coming here to Arkansas, there was Arkansas State who – uh, was a good program, but no one really holds them in the same level as us. And, and uh, there are no other pro teams. There's no uh, pro baseball, basketball, or anything like that. Or it, it's just a, a unique environment to work uh, to work in. And you know, of course, we'll love four or five star kids if we get our hands on. Last year, we signed one kid, uh, Sosa Game, who already came in. He started in January. Is going to be one of our premier players. But for the most part, we do it a lot with two star, three star, four star guys that kind of fit our mode you know you got to love the game of football to play here um you can't just wake up and say hey i want to go play at arkansas you gotta you gotta be trained in a way that to make it to make it last um we're a development program so you gotta enjoy the grind um at some point we're gonna probably grind it a little bit harder than other people and you have to embrace that that's got to be part of our dna and and there's a lot that goes into it but um the end result is a lot of fun and one of the things also i mean i saw a tweet you sent out about the team GPA, you know, people talk a lot about, you know, coaches giving lip service, you know, but I've, you know, I've had a chance to work with you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you do embrace the academics and saw you tweet that out. And, you know, how do you build that expectation around, like, this is about being a student athlete uh, when they, when they come to Arkansas? Well, it is. I think, you know, it's our obligation. I think we grab a, we grab a young man at the age of 18 and uh, he comes to school and for the first time he's been around his, his support factors, you know, the, the parents or the, family or the coaches that have made him who he was and now you got to make sure that he, he does that next step which is get that degree that piece of paper that'll carry him for the next 40 years 50 years of his life um, so that's a, a very very important thing to me and we took a, a GPA that was around a 2-2 when I got here we're barely under a 3.0 we just finished with the highest semester GPA in school history um, we led the SEC in the last three years I've had 100 players become academic all SEC and and that leads the whole entire conference over those three year window. Um, last year we we led it all with I believe uh, forty, and the next highest number was Alabama with thirty two. So we're setting a ten there, and and uh, you know I do believe that smart players off the field lead to smart players on the field, and uh, for that reason I took a lot of my model that we had at Wisconsin and carried it to here. Um, just didn't want you know another quote that I always loved in recruiting is you recruit your own problems, you know and. If these guys are complaining about these kids that they've recruited and they, they cause all these issues or all these problems, well, you're the one that gave them a chance, you know. Um, so you got to be able to, to kind of burn it out of both ends. So you 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 said this is the best team. You lost a lot of talent um, uh, with the with the graduation or people going on uh, to the NFL draft. You had Brandon Allen, who well, I think he had like a 30 touchdowns or something like that. Um, you know, Alex Collins, who uh, great running back. Um, you had Henry. I think then he won. He won the um, the uh, uh, John yep. with, uh, the Mac Award. Um, yep. So you you lost some talent. Um, when you look at you know you, you know this is the building. This is where you build championships. You coming out. You were like I think the last uh, program in the SEC to do a spring game. What did you learn? And what what do you want to have in place? What do you need to improve on by the time you get to that opening game? Well, I think we just got to keep keep our standard mode of operation. We're a program that develops players. Um, we never really want to become satisfied with with yesterday's results, and, and I challenge our players all the time 
um, whether they're here on campus, whether they're at home, whether it's uh, our coaches that are on the road recruiting or here at, or here at home developing our players, we're trying to make ourselves – it's a process. We try to get better every day. And if, if we can continue to work this process, good things will eventually come. And I, I tell our coaches all the time, just keep the pace, keep the faith, keep the pace, and, and, and just keep grinding because it'll, it'll get there. Where we are right now compared to when I first got here, it's like night and day. And it's, that's what you need to do to, to, to turn one of these programs. And, and we're closer now than we've ever been, but we're still, still a long ways away. So it's a lot of fun to kind of work through it all. Well, you definitely moved from, you moved from the Big Ten to the SEC um, recruitment. Uh, but, you, you know, one of the things, uh, you, you haven't been shy to talk about things that you think need to change in the game. Uh, I was trying to figure out what the chatter was around this kind of satellite camping stuff. I was trying to get my head around it. What, what's the big issue around that? Um, I was trying what? to – I was just at uh, Michigan's uh, spring game, trying to look at what they had. But I, I, I was trying what's, – what's the issue around that? Well, it, it started actually about four or five years ago. When I first came in the league here to the SEC, there were teams that were coming from Oklahoma uh, that were, were in, the, in the Big 12, um, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, and they'd come down to Texas and put on these satellite camps. And even though they weren't hosting them, they would partner with another school and they would be able to have their coaches present and, and get a chance to work with them. And I'm a huge recruiting tool. Obviously, you can't recruit, but you can work with them and you can visit with them and to spread your brand in a foreign state, you, before you weren't able to leave the state uh, as, a, as a high school camp. You couldn't do – there were certain rules uh, within a mile radius of your campus and state borders. And then as, a, as the years went on, people began to catch on and catch on. And actually when the SEC had a couple coaches defect to the Big Ten, uh, that's when they brought them to the Big Ten. Um, and then mm-hmm. obviously Michigan uh, did it last year, which drew everybody's attention. So it kind of been in the hopper. And they passed a rule this year that opened up the floodgates. And, I mean, they, they've got the wild, wild west going on right now. They just came out with a <laughs> six-page letter yesterday telling us what we can and can't do. I mean, they're trying to cover their tracks. It's it's really kind of uh, – I, I think that it'll get blown up so bad this year that it'll be something that will probably be eliminated uh, before the season uh, next year. I mean, if you were thinking about one or two things you'd say, because I know you think about this, that would improve the college game, um, what are the things that you would like to see that would improve the college game? I mean, it's a great game, it's a great product, it, but it, what, are, what are those things that you think would improve it? You know, I think for, from a recruiting standpoint, to make it a little bit more um, uh, even keel for everybody in the country, you know, there's certain schools that after 50 years of, of tradition have got to build an advantage, but if you can maybe level the playing field by allowing uh, to send parents, um, you know, which they're going to actually pass a rule now that parents can come on official visits and, and have a chance to see the school, up close, they've never been able to do that. The rules that they have now, just about um, how much you can feed the kids and the, and the uh, ability that you have to, uh, you know, post train them when they get done with their with their uh, workouts is a huge advantage. Um, you know, I think one that, that that really jumps out to me is there's such a discrepancy and in, in, in sometimes in the pace of play and how it's judged within leagues to have a little more uniformed, uh, consistent pace of play. Uh, be the standard for the entire country might be a good thing as well. Okay. So I, I got a couple questions here because I know you got a lot going on. You want to run a, a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about maybe one or two players that you're you're really excited about? You want to see what they do for you next year? Um, you know, I know uh, uh, you have with uh, Frank, Frank uh, uh, Ragnow, is a, mm-hmm. a Remington Award. Uh, uh, so obviously that, you know, having a center, having somebody up the middle, who's that good is really good. But beyond Frank, 
who are some other people that you, you're really excited about to see what they can do for you? Well, excited with Frank just because we always have old linemen up for awards, and he's from Minnesota. We yeah. really beat a hit, beat out on everybody in the country. It really got down to us in Florida State towards the end. Um, great player. Also, my, my starting tailback, it'll be a battle between Cody Walker and Raleigh Williams, um, two very talented uh, running backs. Raleigh came in last year, unfortunately broke his neck in the Auburn game, but uh, should be a 1,000-yard rusher and a very, very, very good football player that um, can can come in and change the game in a heartbeat. I think we have a group of four to five wide receivers. I've never had this luxury who are, are among the best I've ever had. We had uh, Keon Hatcher, who's a senior, uh, and then also a senior, Dominic Reed, who's been timed in a in the sub-4, 240 range. Um, so some guys that can really play. On defense, we got 9 of 11 back. We have a starting middle linebacker who started since his freshman year who um, is has got close to a 370. He's a pre-med. Uh, just a phenomenal uh, football player, but also a person. So, uh, very excited about this group overall. Uh, and, and and you know the best part about them is, um, you know they they don't have any idea how good they can become. They're just you know trying to work every day and scratching the surface of where they want to go. And and finally, because he, he's kind of made some news here recently, and, and when we interviewed you uh, at, 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 towards the beginning, when we launched our podcast. Um, you know, you had some really strong and, and, and really sound words to say about Russell Wilson, and he just did the commencement uh, here at Wisconsin um, uh, this year. Um, but it, it, it appears that people um, challenge his persona, whether or not he's genuine. And, and I know when you, you spent a lot of time with him, with him um, and, and really pay attention to – I know you really try to push on that character thing. What, what, why is he someone like him misunderstood? I know you spent a little, you know, you were there, you worked with him. Why is he sometimes misunderstood as a person? Well, I think a little bit because he's almost too good to be true. I mean, he truly is a, yes. an incredible human being that is gifted in many ways beyond football. Um, you know, my wife Googled up that uh, that uh, commencement speech, and I listened to it uh, uh, on Sunday night. And just, you know, the message that he gave those young people was priceless uh, about the ability, you know, to battle back when people say no. Um, and the answer is you got to find within yourself. And sometimes you just got to succumb and, and move on. But I thought his message was, was unbelievably clear and loud and, and great to the young people um, that were there in attendance as well as the old people. Um, yeah. And the other part, I think, is, you know, because people in this world naturally want to hate. I mean, Russell's had so much success. Every time someone has success, you know, 80% of the people want to see it fail, you know, and um, it's just the way people work today. I constantly guard our players against it. Um, it's just natural, and and then, you know, certain parts of the country, it's a little bit more than others. I, I always found it entertaining as much success as we had at Wisconsin. There was a lot of people that want to talk about what, the, what we didn't do. We didn't win the Rose Bowl. We didn't, you know, well, we also went to three straight Rose Bowls. That had never been done since the uh, program, I believe, in the 70s. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. we did something nobody else had done in a long, long time. And, and yeah. it's just unfortunate that people in today's world try to focus on the negatives rather than the positives. Um, I think life would be a lot better if you focus on those, but everybody doesn't want to take my advice. So, um, you know, I also believe the world would be a better place if everybody wore flip-flops. I don't think we're going to get everybody to buy in yet. But, uh, you got to have your own way of looking at things, you know? Yeah, I understand. Well, Coach, I want to say this, man. I've tried to, you know, I've always tried to uh, secure interviews with different folks, and there are certain folks who won't do, they only do interviews with ESPN or other ways, other other big-time uh, podcasts and networks, but you've always kept it real with us. You know, we, we reach out to you. You've been there, um, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're here five years later, 
um, and, and, and having you come back on the air with us uh, during, you know, during a time when you're trying to get things done. So we definitely uh, appreciate uh, having you on the air and uh, look forward to, you know, reconnecting in the future and, uh, and wishing you well in your season next year. Thank you, Devon. I appreciate it very much, and you guys keep it real. All right. Real Sports Guys, uh, that's with uh, Coach Brett Bielema uh, here on the Real Sports Guys podcast, uh, you know, a five-year reunion uh, show, getting, getting back and getting some of our highlights, and he was definitely a highlight. Uh, we appreciate uh, having him with us. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.